Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to another episode of Cerberus. I apologize for not being there last week. As we all know, I have um, some mental health um, issues, and I was not quite feeling myself last week, and uh, so I took a me day. Um, but don't think I didn't think about you, my dear lovelies. Um, I definitely did, and in the past week, I was looking into things because this is my favorite time of the year, of course. It's October. It's autumn. Um, from here on until probably the second or third, maybe even fourth month of next year will be the most perfect weather for me. Um because while living in Florida, I do love that there's no snow here. Um, I sometimes miss snow and want to visit the snow, um, but quite frankly, I do not enjoy living in the snow because then you have to actually move it off of your car and drive in it, and this girl is not that good at driving in what looks to me like going into warp speed. You know, you watch Star Trek or Star Wars and you see how the stars kind of turn into little stripes as they um, accelerate into high speed. Well, unfortunately for me, that's what it looks like when it's raining. I mean, not raining, um, snowing. And uh, so I have difficulty driving in the snow. So I enjoy visiting, but not living in. But um, I digress. In Florida, it is pretty much 70s and 80s straight through from here until the first next year. Sometimes it'll be a little bit lower in the mornings, but, um, or even in the 60s, and I can wear boots and sweaters, and that's perfect. You don't need a coat or anything, and it's amazing, and that's basically my ideal weather. And while you don't really truly get fall here, and sometimes I really truly miss walking outside and having a nice crisp, cool morning, especially in October when for me it's all about pumpkins and falling leaves and apple cider and hot cocoa. Um, you know, I trade off with having nice weather. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things that I truly enjoy. And in uh, this past week in looking at things, I found out that not only was it just a new moon, which is perfect for new beginnings and cleansing, um, and I did a good bit of cleaning that night, um, did a good bit of like soul searching and just redoing things. And what I find is funny is my kitten Pharaoh, which if you follow my Twitter, um, I put a cute little picture of him um, distracting me from my work up there the other day because while I was trying to work, he decided that my laptop was a chew toy. Um, but Pharaoh, he's a cute little boy. He's half Siamese so that, um, so that my love can be less irritated by his allergies. But, um, he is half Siamese and he's this really sweet little baby and he is exactly what I needed in a cat when it comes down to, you know, after the loss of Charlie and how perfect Charlie was. And I know that there's never going to be another critter, another baby, another kitty like Charlie. 
Um, he was just oh, the most perfect boy. But Pharaoh, he definitely fills my heart in a different way. And he is the sweetest, most cuddliest baby, which is lovely when I have, you know, the attention span to love on him and play with him. It's not so lovely when you're trying to work from home. My job um, ran out of desks for all the people that we need. We're expanding exponentially. And um, my department is one that can work from home. We're a very necessary department and we're extremely, um, we're extremely busy all the time. But um, I was very lucky that we were sent home to work, which mind you, I don't mind going to the office. I really truly enjoy interacting with everyone at the office and interacting with everyone that I see on a regular basis. And I'm part of a um, event committee there, so I help to plan things. We're planning a nice Halloween um, party and it's gonna be so much fun. I can't wait. Um, but working at home has been really nice because I've really gotten to bond with my babies. You know, Armand sometimes feels a little unloved sometimes, not just because I have a new kitten and I am very much a kitty mom through and through, but also because sometimes I don't come home for long periods of time in the day, um, working my main job and then doing some Instacart after work. A lot of the times, which lately I haven't been doing, um, just for mental health and um, my own exhaustion, um, he's been, he had been feeling a little neglected. So now working from home, I get to see him a lot more and spend more time with him. And I feel maybe he feels a little neglected because I do have a kitten and kittens are a lot of work. But I've been working really hard to try and kind of fix that. The other day he just wanted to be held constantly. So I wasn't holding the kitten through the day at work. I was holding my dog through the day at work. And thing is, is Pharaoh is about five pounds soaking wet. Armand is about 15, 16 pounds, depending on the day and how much he's eaten. So it just really <laughs> is a difference in holding a chunk versus holding a little baby. So, um, it's, uh, it was really cute that he just wanted to be held all day. And I had a meeting um, where it was uh, like a Zoom meeting. And so everyone got to see Armand's cute, adorable little face. And usually they get to see Pharaoh because Pharaoh is all over my computer. He climbs all over it. He puts it on um, airplane mode all the time. He constantly sends messages to my coworkers to the point that we made an emoji or my boss made an emoji of his face for whenever I send a random message that's numbers and letters because it's Pharaoh walking all over the computer. Um, he's, and apparently my laptop is also touchscreen, which I didn't realize until recently because Pharaoh's little nose will activate the touchscreen. And so I'll be working and all of a sudden my, <laughs> my screen will change. Because his little tiny nose just, boop, touched the screen. And luckily I haven't lost my work yet. But uh, he can't be helped. It's just curiosity. Um, I tend to stick him on the back of my chair when I can. But now he's decided that he's basically Batman. And will fling himself from the chair onto my desk. 
And uh, if I don't catch him midair, he'll <laughs> knock things over or he'll just clomp over my uh, keyboard. So, but, um, oh goodness, back to what I was saying. Um, October is a wonderful time for me and I, I've always loved this time of year. Um, Halloween or Samhain is one of my favorite holidays, possibly because I wasn't allowed to celebrate it when I was a child. Um, it was considered the devil's holiday, you know, like my mom, my dad, we were very Southern Baptist. I wasn't allowed to do anything. Um, sometimes they'd let us give out candy, but I have always truly loved like the spookiness and being sensitive as a child and not understanding, um, what it is, I would see more of my quote unquote friends around about that time. Um, of course you also get visited by not so nice things as well, but I digress. Um, but I saw more of my friends at that time. And I also had this feeling of just something else in the air. I always have. And now that I'm older and I know what it is and the thinning of the veils and just the, the, energy from everything. I just feel so much, I guess is the best way to put it. I feel so much this time of year and it makes me feel alive because I can just feel the electricity and everything. Because like I said, the veils are thinning and you can commune more with the other side. Now as an adult, that kind of means that I get to see my dad more often around this time of year. Um, because of course my father passed several years back and so, um, his spirit sometimes does pop around. Um, it just is what it is. Uh, usually when I am thinking about him or I'm talking about him or when I'm in a really, really, really low place, um, cause you got to understand my father, we didn't know that he had cancer. Um, by the time he found out it was stage four. Um, and just like his father before him, he killed himself so that he wouldn't have to suffer through the cancer. His father had leukemia. My father had pancreatic. So, um, whether you believe that people who kill themselves go to hell, I don't. Um, whether you believe that they just stick around, what have you, whatever you believe, what I do know is that he does pop around from time to time. He is trying to find his peace, and he was very troubled when he passed. There were a lot of things that were going on in our lives at that time, and it was a very difficult time, and it was a very difficult time for my father. He was very, very depressed. So sometimes when I'm having my really, really low times, it's not often, but sometimes I'll feel his hand on my head, or I'll hear him call my nickname, or... Um, sometimes I'll see him. It's not often, but usually I see him when he's feeling very emotional or if I'm feeling unsafe while driving or anything of that nature. Um, but seeing him has not been as often lately just because I think, you know, after a decade, he may very well be coming to terms with everything and he may be getting close to moving forward. And I don't begrudge him that, you know, we all have the right to move forward in our lives or after lives. Um, but 
those of us that we love who have passed that are still around or that occasionally pop in to say hi, we might see them around this time of year or hear them or things of that nature. Um, but another lovely thing going on this month is that there are so, some celestial things that will be happening. Not only are we currently in Mercury retrograde, joy, joy, um, it will be over around about the 18th. So we have about huh, another 11 days of things going crazy, which I've had quite an emotional and crazy Mercury retrograde. Um, I, I can't stress enough right now, guys, that um, knowing it is currently retrograde should let everyone know don't take things too seriously don't make serious decisions during this time expect all electronics to go crazy expect things to go ill if they do don't take it too hard it's just that time of year um and just understand that communication between you your partners your loved ones your family might be a little difficult this time and whatever you do don't text your ex whatever you do, because um, now is not the time. Go wake up on the 18th and be like, what was I thinking? Um, so I've noticed it a lot with the people I, I work with. Um, it's really affected us, um, which is funny because we, we work with electricity and um, it just amuses me to no end to hear that a lot of the people that I work with are being affected and a lot of the things that we work with are being affected because it's electricity, you know? Um, so good things though, we have tonight and tomorrow, um, the Draconids meteor shower, which you usually see about 10 or more meteors an hour. Um, on the 10th, you're going to be able to see the moon and Venus. They're going to be really close to each other and you should be able to see that nicely. Um, on the 21st, hello, puppy. Remember, I was saying that Armand was feeling needy lately. He just asked to get in my lap. But right now I'm recording, so you can't get in my lap. Um, on the 21st, we'll have the Orionids meteor shower, which is going to be about 20 plus meteors an hour. And the one I'm really, truly looking forward to is on October 30th, which is perfect timing because, of course, Halloween and Samhain is um, the 31st. You're going to be able to see, if the skies are clear, the Andromeda Galaxy all night on the 30th. And I'm super excited about that because it has been a long time since I've been able to see something like that. Um, living in the country as a child, you can see all the stars. You can see the Milky Way. You can see so many amazing things. Living near the city, you can't. So I'm hoping that I might be able to see at least some of this. Um... I think I live far too close to Orlando to really see all of them, but I am willing to take a drive out in the middle of the boonies to go see them if I need to. I am perfectly happy to do so because it would be amazing. Now, since the Draconids are happening now, um, basically, I'm going to tell you a little bit about them. So the reason why they're called the Draconids is because they are named after the constellation Draco, or the dragon, um, because they seem to be coming from there. But um, that's actually not where they're coming from. They are 
a meteor shower whose parent body is the periodic comet 21P backslash Giacobini Zinner. Um, yes, I'm reading this off of the internet because, quite frankly, Giacobini Zinner is a mouthful. Um, but they basically um, are kind of originating from that comet. As comets move through space, they um, shed bits and pieces of, you know, rock and ice because it's very cold out there. And when they go close to the Earth, those little bits and pieces will fall off and they'll get burned up in the Earth's atmosphere. And that's what we see as a meteor. Um, it's really rare that anything like that is going to actually make it through the atmosphere um, because nine times out of ten... It's just going to burn up, and that's what we're seeing is the actual detrius is going through the atmosphere. That's the head, and we see the tail, which is basically the flame of it burning up because most things going through the atmosphere are just going to catch fire and burn. Um, so basically, um, it's considered, the Draconids is considered one of the most impressive meteor storms of the 20th, 20th century um, because it was mostly found in 1933 and 46. Um, being that we are currently in the 21st century, um, I'm not 100% um, sure if it's still considered one of the most impressive, but um, we'll see, I guess. Um, it just, there is depending on you know where the earth is in its wobble and where the comet itself is in its wobble depends on you know how impressive it is um but in 2012 radar observed up to a thousand meteors per hour which is incredible um it might have been caused by the um comet having left a whole bunch of dust and debris back in 1959 they're not as exactly certain but it's something that you should definitely look into um i do recommend it stargazing things of that nature i don't know how interested in that kind of thing you are but i find it to be very relaxing one of my favorite absolute favorite um things to do if I'm not near the city, which I don't know if you can tell, but I kind of sort of miss living in the country. Um, even living in Virginia, where I did, you still could see a lot of stars. Not as many as when I was in the country, because in Texas, I lived in the middle of nowhere. There's literally 370-something people living where I used to live. Not 1,000, 370-something people. Um, I come from a very small 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 town and my my neighbors across the street were literally cows cows Ugh. got into my accent a little too far there um and you know like there were cow pastures everywhere and uh even when we went to church there was a few times that the cows went to church and we just had to be careful where we stepped you know pastor had to help him get back home but in those environments, you can see so much. In Virginia, where I lived, you could see a lot, but you still had to kind of go out into the fields and drive a little ways to see everything, just because light pollution. But here, 
I'm not really sure how far I'd have to go out in order to be able to see everything that I want to see. Um, meteor showers you can probably still see even with the light pollution, um, considering how brightly they burn. Um, but here I can only see a few constellations from my home. Of course, I see Orion. That's my buddy. I've seen him since I was a child. I know Orion. It's one of the few constellations that I truly like actually see on a regular basis. I've always identified him. Um, so it's just one of those things that you kind of give up when you live in certain places. And while I do enjoy living in Florida, I do really miss that. I find it to be very relaxing to like go and lay out in the stars, um, lay out in the field or in the grass and just watch the stars go by. Um, for me, it's just one of those things. So, um, I'm not going to be too long on here tonight. I just wanted to kind of talk to you guys. Um, the, um, the moon is beginning to wax now. We've got a little tiny crescent. So manifest all your great new beginnings and um, begin work for the upcoming Sabbath. Um, we are going to talk a lot more probably in the coming weeks about it. Um, being Samhain, the uh, which is New Year and probably the most popular and most celebrated um, Wiccan, not Wiccan, ha, I'm not Wiccan, um, pagan holiday. Um, but I mean, probably right there with Beltane. I'm not sure which one is more widely recognized. I'm not sure, but all around the world, you hear people talking about Halloween. So, um, but we will talk about that here and there, but I am going to cut this short tonight, y'all. I do appreciate you for listening. I truly, truly appreciate all of you all. Um, if you would like to find me, please find me on Twitter, um, Cerberus Magic. And you could email me. You can always email me. I'm always here to listen. October is Suicide Prevention Month. And so please understand that I am here for you. Um, if you ever need to talk to me, if you ever need someone to listen to, to you, if you don't know who to turn to, but you hear my voice and you think that maybe, possibly, I might be able to listen to you, I will. You can email me at CerberusMagic at gmail.com or you can message me on Twitter. I do have a couple people that do message me. Um, one very lovely individual called Storyteller. We talk about fairies and cleansing rituals and things of that nature and it's very very nice to speak to other people about things like this um i hope they don't mind me <laughs> saying this but um it's been nice speaking with them granted i am the worst person at um remembering to respond to people when i have a lot on my plate but it's been nice but in the same time, please feel free to reach out to me if you need to. And um, please know that all of you are loved more than all the stars in the sky. And I hope you have a wonderful week.